voice sounds so great on the radio today, Joe. <laughs> Welcome back from... to the Key in the Lake podcast, the premier whiskey <laughs> podcast, now with the mention of whiskey in its title. Hey, this is Jake coming live from Chicago, Illinois, after a deathly week of whiskey week here in the great windy city. And I am not alone. Do I have Callum with me? No. He's been replaced. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, do I have Wilson with me? No one knows where he ever is. He's probably bailed on another podcast here or two. But I do have someone much better, taller, better looking, um, more fluent in the English language than both of those two, <laughs> Mr. Joe Z. Henry. Hey, thank you. Yeah. Glad I glad I found some way to replace them. Yeah, you know, they're both losers um, in their own ways. I mean, they're both great in their own ways, but more losers Mostly in their own ways. Mostly losers, yeah. for sure. But it's better to have you here. Yeah, it's better to be here. Drinking a high life. Hell yeah. Drinking some whiskey. It's a great sunny day out. We survived. We survived Whiskey Week, yeah. almost. I might still go to Whiskey Fest, which is kind of a crazy idea. We are recording at 4.30 <clears throat> Central Time, and Whiskey Fest starts in one hour. Oh, one hour. Decisions to be made. Do I you, know. Do you go to, to Callum's supposed birthday dinner two days <laughs> after his birthday? His second or third birthday dinner? Probably. The second iteration <laughs> of his birthday. Or do we... Or do you go to Whiskey Fest? I don't know, man. These are the decisions of the lifetime. VIP. VIP at Whiskey Fest. Um, I don't know. I I looked through the list and it didn't, nothing really stood out that crazy. Yeah, a lot of vendors decided to step back this year. We yeah. just had Whiskey Fest here in December, I want to say. Like December, beginning of December. Oh, yeah. But I forgot about now we're that. trying to get back on track with Whiskey Week. Yeah. So they, at, usually Whiskey Week here in Chicago is in... March, yeah, late March. March, but we are trying to uh, get back. So yeah, yeah, this all happened pretty fast. It was kind of last, not last minute, but you know, like a month ago, we found out that Benny's was doing this. Yeah, even was it even a month ago. I don't <laughs> think so. Maybe it was only a couple weeks. Whiskey Fest <laughs> was announced a few months, a couple months ago, but yeah, Benny's did their stuff, and then you yeah. know, as brands, we kind of just do our own things as well. Yeah, and I didn't even have time to do anything else. <laughs> I just did a single barrel launch, and then which listened. was sick. Was Dave sick. was here. Dave He's was not here. on the podcast, so once again, the elusive Dave Vitali has escaped the Key in the Lake podcast recording studio. Studio, studio. He even we, him and I have been together now three weeks in a row. <laughs> oh, really? In various states, uh, and he's like. We need to do the podcast. We need to do the podcast. Well, and I'm like, you were yeah, here. Yeah. It I'm was... like, the recording equipment's always with me, Dave. <laughs> you always keep it in your me. car? Um, yeah. Actually, I did because I drove to Tennessee. Oh, so nice. I actually did have it with me. <laughs> there you go. But I do travel usually with my recorder and two microphones always. Just a small setup. Yeah. You never know. But yeah. then, like, we never do anything. So we never have time. When we're doing sales visits, like, we yeah. never have time. To do when anything. are you going to sit around and, like, just shoot the shit for an hour? There's been, like, every trip I go on, like, I'll, I'm in New York, like, oh, yeah, let's do this and that, and let's go all this, and we'll or do like, this. Like, interview I'll, some bartenders. I'll get, yeah. like, a hotel room even set up for it. Like, can I get a hotel room that makes sure it has a desk in it and, like, two chairs? Yeah. For that purpose. <laughs> just so some random person isn't sitting in my hotel bed recording a podcast with me. I mean, that'd be nice, too, maybe, but. That would be. That would be kind of a good touch. Very cozy. Yeah, but very cozy. <laughs> <laughs> it never works. I think I've recorded, like, maybe two podcasts in hotels in three years on, and while traveling this entire time. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta keep it as an option, though. Keep oh, it available. We did record a podcast actually at the Kimpton Gray where we're going tonight. Oh, we yeah. recorded a podcast there in a room one time with, <laughs> with you four, and with Callum, four, four dudes. Oh, nice, including Callum, just yeah. sitting on the bed in the great Bobby <laughs> Gonzalez and the great and powerful Noah Tract. Oh, 
Yeah, I don't they, know those guys. They, but... So Bobby is the head concierge at the Kimpton. Okay. And they have this company called the Concierge Cocktail in the Concierge Drawer. Yeah. Where they do cocktails to go and like this whole app set up where you can. Oh, cool. Like order stuff to your room sort of or like. Yeah, we started off with that, but now it's kind of morphed into like a talk slash yell, but almost like a trip planner. So like, oh. it, it sinks in where, where you visited to like, yeah. what you would enjoy in this neighborhood or the city. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, based on what you've done before, what you've inputted into the app before. Data. What's it called? Um, I haven't launched it yet, but it's called the Concierge oh. Drawer. Yeah, I'll check it out. Check it out. We're we're uh, as we I say we Star Wars is. I think we're gonna do some marketing stuff with them. Yeah, uh, let me know when they launch. I'm down to lock it in something. Also. You hear that, Bobby? You got another new customer. <laughs> Maybe you should come to dinner with us tonight. I kind of want to. I'm trying to figure out what the... There's like too many options during Whiskey Week. There is. So that's a good that's a good place to start, even with Whiskey Fest. Yeah. So like no Beam Centauri products are participating in Whiskey Fest this year. Oh, okay. So it, it, for me, that was like, is it really worth the $300? That's a big one to lose for an event like that. Yeah. Because they usually have like five tables. Yeah, because you got of Japanese, diff- Scotch, yeah. Irish, and American. That's nuts. Right. <laughs> And I, I would love trying all of those in different various forms. So <laughs> yeah, and then doing some uh, um, some luge shots of Lafroig. Oh yeah, that's always fun. Definitely. So Lafroig's not going to be there. Nothing. Nothing from Beam Centauri portfolio. Wow, that is a lot of stuff. You could take their table. Yeah, shit. For free. Is there an opening? Probably. Yeah. Maybe that's what I was going to do. If I, I got if I all win. this stuff. I was just going to put a bottle of Nova in my bag and like walk around. <laughs> hey. Hey, you guys want to try some Australian <laughs> single malt? Just the the pocket pours. Oh, yeah. You betcha. <laughs> yeah. Hey, take off your pants. What? <laughs> Why? Nothing weird. Why? No, I feel like this Whiskey Fest was a little bit toned down, or Whiskey was toned down compared to usual ones. Yeah, 100%. It's like Whiskey Fest light to get us all reintroduced to it since we have Which is kind of fine. I think everybody was exhausted after just like two days of this. Everyone looked really <clears> tired. <throat> Even at Delilah's on Wednesday night. Yeah. Like, I was there till midnight, but I, I was, left early. Yeah, and I was just, I was just talking. I wasn't even drinking. No. I drove, and I'm like, well... That's the last high life of the evening. Yeah. I feel like people kept putting high life into our, ha- into our hands from, we wouldn't even. Uh, I think like Dave or Paul bought like 30 high lifes and then they were just uh, sitting at that table. Yeah. Yeah. The Marty Duffy table. The Marty Duffy table. To get a selfie with Marty. Yeah. <laughs> get a selfie and you get a high life. Yep. And <laughs> possibly tickets to Whiskey Fest. And yeah, that's how I won tickets to Whiskey Fest. <laughs> 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 oh marty <laughs> uncle marty oh uncle man. marty yeah i thought he was actually coming over here on wednesday to record our podcast with lou bryson but just oh. lou by himself yeah which is a lot of fun he's an interesting guy he's he fun so knowledgeable he'll know i mean he'll he know more with than another ever. book recently he released a book right before whiskey fest whiskey week 2020 because okay. I don't know if you remember this. We were going to do like a giant podcast at Beguile. Yeah, like an all-day thing yeah. on Friday, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We were just going to... That was actually Dave was going to be on the show never since then. No. Oh. A, a long-running joke that he can't come on the show. <laughs> <laughs> we should still do that at some point. Well, that would be a lot of fun. As I but... revealed on our last podcast with Lou, um, mm-hmm. Beguile sold that space or uh, stopped the lease on it. Oh. Yeah. And it, 
just coincidentally enough, the day they closed on it, or stop, yeah, I guess closed on it, I was there picking up some beer and talking to Kevin. He's like, yeah, we just closed the upstairs space and uh, we don't have a lease up there anymore. I'm like, oh, dang you it. You mean my podcast studio? <laughs> and he's like, oh, I kind of forgot about that because it had been a year into the pandemic. Yeah, that you didn't there. record. You yeah. used to record there like every week. Yeah, yeah. Every Friday we kind of sat up there and just uh, after- Hung out. You know, a lot of people were in our industry were done with work around 3 p.m. So yeah, that's kind of go there and um, Old Irving might be a good alternative, we, but they're yeah, pretty we, big. I don't know, I don't know if guys. they have like a, a side room really. Did you ever record with us at at Fountainhead? Uh, I think maybe with yeah. I mean, that was another sad one. They closed. That was sucked. That, that fucking sucked. That hurt. That hit hard. Yeah. Supposedly they're reopening though. The rumors in the same space. No. No. So they're opening up for sure. They're opening up another, more of like a neighborhood bar and restaurant in Lincoln Square, and then uh, I probably shouldn't say anything publicly about okay. Don't the actual, yeah. the actual Fountainhead itself, <laughs> um, a smaller, scarier, creepier version of the 1970s Fountainhead. Oh great! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. We recorded there for last summer and fall or. Two summers. That was always two a, cool, ago. a very cool spot. Yeah, I we like recorded like it would be like forty degrees up there. We were recording, <laughs> smoking cigars. <laughs> we just thought it'd be safe to record outside. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> turns out safer outside. Yeah, probably <laughs> probably been safe either way. COVID, <laughs> I, fucking COVID. I don't even believe in it, and I had it two weeks ago. I know you're just now recovering. Yeah, it's everyone's be like, even you sounded, harder. you were so sick. I'm like, no, I was like sick for like two days. Like, oh, you sounded terrible. I'm like, yeah, I did sound terrible. I sound terrible after the last two days. That's what I'm going to There is that fact that we drink every night for yeah, work. Yeah, probably. So in our outlet. That but, definitely doesn't help. <sighs> but uh, no, Whiskey Week was, it was good. It was good. I'm I'm glad to be back. I'm glad that there was a lot of excitement around it. And the people that were there were really happy to be there. Yeah, it was nice to see. It was, oddly enough, there was a lot of Benny's uh, reps there um, yeah, on the on Thursday. Uh, Thursday, uh, uh, what, is, what do you call it? Industry session. Mm-hmm. But um, there's some bartenders there too. The usual faces, some new ones too. I saw a couple new people. Yeah, new faces. Um, good customer turnout, I think. Also, mm-hmm. just people coming in yeah. shopping. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Overall, I think it was a very successful event. It did suck kind of having it spread out for two days, but I guess we usually do that Isn't anyway. It usually industry day. It's usually bourbon women bourbon would women do the that, yeah. day before. Yeah. But, you know, thinking about it like that, I'm kind of glad that they opened it up then because mm-hmm. then it was just more people coming through on both days. You know, my favorite part of it was seeing a lot of these brands kind of growing up and uh, two years of like not trying some stuff and then other new brands being in launch in that time frame too. Yeah. And like, and oh, wow. product extensions yeah. and yeah, especially on like the craft side. I mean, I, yeah, I was I mean. next to Jeff at Opadon <sighs> and his stuff has gotten crazy. He's like, a wizard. Yeah, he really is. I don't, I don't know why, I don't think it's very vast distribution outside of Illinois. Well, I think he does everything himself. Yeah. Like, say, yeah. <laughs> he still is like the only guy running <laughs> yeah. his sales and distillery. And I think he has a tasting room guy now. In Wheeling, I think. In, right? Yeah, Wheeling or Evanston. I don't I don't really remember. Think, Somewhere up there, yeah. northern suburbs. Definitely go check it out. Yeah. He's a freaking wizard. Yeah, smoke and see, it's delicious. Yeah. Like I had that next to a Kilcoleman barrel pick at Delilah's a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And I'm like, this 
stands up. It stands up. Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying it's as good as Kilhoman, you know, been around. They're different. Just, but yeah, but like you're like that flavor's still there. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Do you have any of that here? What? Sparrow Pig C. Oh no. I I've, I've, I've I don't think I have a bottle of his at all. Yeah, what, he was telling me he's shame. all on allocation. Like I have sea grass. Oh, I had that. That was that was pretty good. That was one of my favorite whiskeys of last year. Yeah, that yeah. one was actually. Oh, you were good. next to them, weren't you? Uh yeah, but I didn't get a chance to talk to them hardly at all. Jerks. Yeah. Well, I didn't. It was. Uh, I spent a lot of my time just talking to people I hadn't seen in a while. I know. And I didn't know that rep, so that mm. was the only reason I didn't go over to their table. Yeah, there there seemed to be a lot of founders in town, which I was kind of surprised by. Still, there were. Yeah, I think. I mean, I I met Dave for the first time. Uh, nope. That was a disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> nah, much. he it's was usually great. How it goes. We had a blast. Uh, who we, else well, was here? We were getting here? the car last night at like twelve thirty in the morning in England, Ellen. He's like, "Oh no, we bailed on Joe." I'm like, "Joe, who?" He's like, "Your mate." And I'm like, "Are you texting him right now or something?" Was, no. I'm like, <laughs> "Well, oh. he was like, we're we're gonna call you when we're coming back into the city, and we'll go and grab a drink or something." And then yeah, you don't leave until midnight. Jesus Christ. Oh, like, <laughs> It wasn't I, wasn't my choice. To yeah, be, of I'll put course it that not. Way. No, we the owner of the beer cellar, which his name is also Dave. <laughs> him and other Dave, they were having a very spirited debate on socialist democratic countries and democracy in America and the fall oh, and the fun. fall and the fall of America. Wow, nice. It was a conversation. They actually were having a conversation. Well, that's good. Yeah, but it, we were standing outside of a bar that had been closed for an hour and a half at this point while there's I mean I'm just yeah, like, like let's get it going. I'm like the metros are literally five feet away from us, Dave. I think you're gonna I think you're that. gonna take that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> nice. God. Uh, so that was uh that was a blast. Um, Who else was there? I uh, I met the founder of Glendalock, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he was there. Uh, um, he was a pretty cool guy. Westland, is it Brandon? Brandon? Um, I was for his name. Uh, we've been a couple of times, but we were talking for a bit. Um, Keeper's Heart. Uh, gosh, what his name? Um, came from Baclotic. Uh Oh, I didn't get to try any of that. Tried their uh, their first release. Uh, really like um, sweet, fruity kind of vanilla notes to it. Taste, yeah, tasty. I think it's a four year. Okay. And then they have a bourbon Irish blend that's coming out very soon. Oh, cool. I didn't try it though. Um, I'll have to. It's a black keep label. An eye on that. It's super cheap. It's like thirty four dollars a bottle. Really? Yeah. Dang. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, then definitely will buy that. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of going against <laughs> us, I guess. That price range and that mash bill, or the, I shouldn't call it mash bill, a blending. Blending. Yeah. yeah Mar- that, Irish that and American. Blend. Yeah. That's cool. pretty interesting. What's it called? Uh, Keeper's Heart. Okay. Yeah, I'll keep an eye on that. And then that sounds really else, good. Who else did I meet? I mean, just a lot of local people. But yeah, it was good to see all the uh, the local faces for like some of the bigger reps. It's uh, cool. I was messing with Dan from uh, Glen Morangi, mm-hmm. and I told him how much <laughs> his ABCs of Glen Morangi brightened my experience of COVID. Do you know what I'm talking no. about? No. He went through this, like, uh, I don't know if it, it was just like a, a point in time where he was just super bored and wanted to do something interesting on their Instagram page. Okay. So he did, like, he would dress up in costumes and, like, <laughs> did, the, did the ABCs of Glenn Morangi. Oh. And so the first one I saw was B, and he had this, like, 
little kid's bee costume on with the little like ears and everything. And he just had a bottle of Glenmorangie and he was like, B is for bees for all the honey notes that we get in Glenmorangie <laughs> neck Dior. And I'm like, dude. And then he's like floating around like a little bee. If you can look it up, it's probably still on his Facebook page or Instagram or oh something. My God. If you can find it, it's uh it's pretty awesome. That sums up how bored we were over COVID. Yeah. <laughs> And and I told him I was like, dude, you have no idea like that. That was some great entertainment, and it really brightened my mood. Nice. He's like, holy shit, I didn't even think anybody was watching that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh. So yeah, that was super fun. Uh, huh. Yeah, there's a lot of cool people there. We ate at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, that was a mistake. It, it always was. is. Yeah, but what like are you gonna do after. when you have, when you have 45 minutes? Yeah, literally 45 minutes. They should bring in food for us. For those yeah, because we would all pay for it. Like, yeah. Basically, like everybody, every vendor dropped like $10, $20. Dude, 100%. And you have 100, 200 vendors. Like, yeah, we'd all do that for sure. I paid a bunch of money to have our distributor lunch today. You know who did that was uh, Galena Whiskey Weekend. Yeah, you're right. I just remember that. Let's maybe propose that to Brett next year. Brett, if you're listening, I know you're not. <laughs> Maybe Pat, maybe Pat bro. Pat might be listening. Or Joe Mo- Joey. Joe, Joey, yeah, if definitely. you're listening. Oh, we'll all pay dude, for I lunch. Did, was Joe wearing masks? Yeah, cuz he's going I did to not Scotland like recognize next week. him. At oh, all. yeah. I just put it together right now. You said he's like, "Oh yeah." I'm like, "Oh, dude, I, he was like intentionally trying to fly under the radar." Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> and he said he's going to Scotland in like a week or something, yeah. so he didn't want to risk, you know. Gotcha. Yeah. That makes sense. <clears throat> Yeah, I was like, I was talking to him because he brought, he brought people over to my table, and I'm like, oh man, hey, thanks for bringing. I did, didn't even put two and two together. I'm like, oh, well. he probably didn't. Yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> it's I fine. Feel, I feel bad now. Nah. Well, <sighs> if you're listening, Joe, somebody, <laughs> anybody out there, anybody at Benny's, <laughs> that is a not a bad idea. We should just because we all we don't pay anything for the tables. I don't think so. I never. No, I don't think so. I don't yeah. think we pay for anything. They just do it. For but yeah, if you us. charge like twenty five dollars a table, yeah, and then everybody gets lunch. Yeah, fucking done. And probably got pocket money too. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. you should just set it up. Me? Yeah. Oh, I could just be like, "Hey, everybody, give me ten bucks." <laughs> yeah, I'll go, I'll go to Buffalo Wild Wings <laughs> and bring back a case of wings. <laughs> oh, someone should like a local restaurant. I mean, there's. One day is industry day. You think there's got to be like some chefs or restaurant that would want to, yeah, cater it in or something. Hmm. Otherwise, there's so many of those fast casual places around that store that would just like, right, you know, cater in. That's the problem. The only like good spot there is Goose Island, but everybody goes to Goose Island. Yeah, it's mobbed. If you're not the first person out the door, as soon as it's you're not going to get anything to eat, right? Yeah, (laughs) which is actually where I had my pseudo Star Wars interview. Oh really? Yeah, it was on World. Is it during World Whiskey Week in 2019? And I met Dave, and he's nice. like, "Hey, can we talk?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure." Well, what do you want, crazy hooligan? <laughs> crazy Australian <laughs> yeah. man who just who like literally just moved to the U.S. like five days prior to that. I was like, "You look very tired." Um, <laughs> yeah, you look very. That's tired. why he hired. His mistake. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. He was sleep deprived. There it is. There Dang. you go, Dave. It all if makes... you get a good night's Didn't rest. Didn't he say I was getting fired on Sunday? Yeah. Well, Do you still have your job it's... now? I guess. We're recording on Friday afternoon. Friday Two days. Thir- it's Friday the 13th, by the way. Just realized that. Oh, shit. Is it Friday, Friday the 13th, Sagamore? Friday, Friday. 
<laughs> you guys, you guys can participate in that in very soon. We are hopefully, yeah. When's that rye coming out? I'm not sure. It's like three and a half years old right now. That's it. So yeah, maybe so we'll I tried release it, I tried it, it when four. It was like two and a half then. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> I know it tastes a lot older than it is. It does yeah. Uh, so I don't know if it tastes good. We'll release it in first quarter of this year. How many barrels do you have laid down? I think the first batch is maybe only like 50. Oh. Um, but then now we're doing like 200, 250 a year. Oh. Yeah. Very cool. But we'll see if it needs to go to five. Otherwise, if it's good at after a really hot summer, which we're all hoping, you know, Starting maybe off it's that ready. Yeah. God. <laughs> I never want it to go away. This is 98 <laughs> in the suburbs yesterday. Yeah. It's insane. It's like, whoa. Oh, my God fucking give it to house. me give it to me all day baby i know i want that more than fucking cold how does the heat so you guys your your walls are pretty thin because they're old barns right yeah let me show you a picture actually I i've been there took. uh oh. i know but the <laughs> it it was such a big temperature swing over oh. the last um just look through like a couple of these okay i'm looking through some photos Oh, shit. Yeah. So the liquid was still, you know, like 40 degrees because that doesn't change very fast. Right. But then the temperature got like went up to like 85 degrees pretty much overnight. So there's like those barrels are just like sweating. God, the color differentiation is crazy. Yeah. You got like bone dry where you don't have any liquid and then. Right. It basically looks like a a fresh barrel and then like a toasted barrel. Yeah. Coloration of it. Wow. And they were wet. Yeah. Like damp to the touch. Yeah. We were down here um, the other day filling up those whiskey kits. And we came downstairs and all the bottles had moisture on them down here in the basement. Oh, really? It was really? so humid upstairs. Yeah. And then the cool air from down, being down in a basement interacts in science. Science, yeah. man. Condensation. Yeah. <laughs> so much science, bro. Whiskey masterclass. <laughs> that's, what this, that's what this podcast is. The- Lou, we're stealing your title. We're, we're rebranding. <laughs> yeah. We're stealing whiskey masterclass, replacing Key in the Lake. The premier whiskey podcast. <laughs> that doesn't talk about whiskey. We do. Or sometimes. doesn't mention whiskey in the name. We now have whiskey in its name. Oh, what is it called now? The Key in the Lake whiskey podcast. Key in the Lake. There was Lake. no whiskey on oh, really? yeah, for many years. Key in the Lake whiskey masterclass key, podcast. The master, the key, whis, the whiskey in the Lake masterclass. Yeah, there you go. Yep. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> That's perfect, actually. Well, so what shoot. what flavors are you guys trying to get out of your rye? What are you looking for? Uh, well, it's a four grain rye, oh, yeah. so it'll it's an inverse of our bourbon mash bill, which would be kind of I think pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad doesn't really like like the ninety five five or a hundred percent rye, so we kind of stayed away from that. Yeah, why recreate the wheel? Yeah, exactly. Um, and then we get to use some of our red corn in it. Uh, it should be a little more balanced. You know, we took the same approach as our bourbon where now you have a whiskey that sweet wheat drinkers and spicy rye drinkers can drink together. Nice. So hopefully what we're going for with this is something that appeases to the folks that really like the intense, spicy, you know, grainy, Mm -hmm. really high rye mash bills, but then also something uh, delicate enough that if you're just getting into the category or you're... Mostly a bourbon drinker, mostly a whiskey drinker, something like that. 
you can still find it very approachable. Low 90s then on the proof? Yeah, it'll be the same 92 okay. as our small batch. Did we try I assume we tried to cast strength last time. Right, yeah. out, right out of the barrel, wasn't yeah, it? Right yeah, right out of the barrel. So Mervine. that was probably like 118. Okay. Huh. Somewhere like that. What do you that. enter at? Uh, right around 118, 120. And go up just a little bit? Yeah. Or you, do you go down? Or it goes down. Okay. It depends. How humid the summers are, probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't die on me. Oh, I think we're all pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> One more night. One more night. Oh, no, no. You have tomorrow as well. I have all day tomorrow. Distill yeah. America. I don't know how many people ask me, are you going to Distill America? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, my Australian brand is going to be there for Distill America. <laughs> you got it, baby. I did try getting into the New Orleans Bourbon, Bourbon Festival for festival for. A oh, nice. Months. Those guys are fun. <laughs> they wouldn't let me in. No. Like, we're looking for American whiskeys only. And like all the people were vouching for me and the brand itself. And people were like, because the guy didn't know who we were. Yeah. Uh, Stacy, is that his name? Um, I, I think, don't remember. I think it's, yeah, Stacy. Seemed like a nice guy. We talked on the phone a little bit, but he's like, well, we're just doing American whiskeys. And I'm, I'm like, why are you calling it Bourbon Fest then? <laughs> like, just call it Whiskey Fest. Just call it Whiskey just Fest. Just call it New Orleans Whiskey Fest. <laughs> Can they, is there a branding issue there? Probably. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? But someday, someday. Well, let's drink some whiskey. Which I'm we, starting to get the shakes. Should we open this one? Sure. It's your whiskey. All right. I like that blue. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> we uh, we had to rebrand our some of our labels. Why? Because people were pouring Wisconsin Old Fashions with uh, bottles of whiskey that are like $200 oh. at a bar. <laughs> hmm. Did they not realize it? Well, or they... I can see why because our color scheme was very similar Yeah, in like a dark bar. Yeah, I, yeah no, definitely... Ooh, wow. You know, it's not really anybody's anybody's fault, but it was just, and it pops better. Yeah, I kind of like that. We have a very similar blue to ours. Yeah, matches your. And the rye that we're coming out with is really similar to that the green. rye color, the beet. Yeah. Have we ever figured out an answer why every label for rye is green? I don't know. That's a good question for the industry, well, though. Wilson was researching that. I don't know really? What, what his outcome? No. I mean, he told me. <laughs> he told me. He's very fascinated by it. I'm not sure what he... He asked around. What he actually accomplished. Yeah, yeah but um, he probably... Maybe Brett would know. Maybe. Brett, if you're Joe, listening. Joe, if you're listening, ask Brett, please. Joe, <laughs> yeah. He and might. we'll all pay for lunch next year. I'll organize it. <laughs> Everyone, just give it to me. Give me your money. I come with McDonald's. Just a bunch of Happy Meals. Everybody mm. gets a single cheeseburger and like a handful of fries. Oh, wow. The nose is really different than the taste. Well, no, 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 to go back and nose it. Well, why don't you tell them what we're drinking, by the way, Joe? Uh, we're drinking our sixth iteration of uh, Bellefontaine Reserve, mm. which is our bourbon finished in French cognac casks. Um. So I think now after six times, we've kind of finally locked down. And I, I'm not ever going to say we've perfected a product, but mm. uh, I know how to make this one pretty well. Mm. The framework is there. Definitely. I love that leathery taste to it. Kind of get like a little bit of like plum. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's that J. Henry clove in the back end. Really nice, fruity, very delicate. Yeah. You know, kind of wanted it to have... Essence of cognac, but still know that it's bourbon hmm. and kind of the texture of a really high end cognac. Yeah, definitely has that. Really, really mouth gripping. Yeah. Tasty. 
Ooh. No, this is what yeah. Dave said was his favorite whiskey of the fest- festival. Oh, really? Yeah, he's probably nice. lying, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, this one honestly has been a, a crowd pleaser. We just can't make enough of it. It's too hard to buy cognac barrels. I was going to ask, fans. how hard is that? Yeah. It's kind of a pain. Um, I mean, you start seeing now people are like using seasoned oak barrels for like sherry and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And it's just because those cooperages can't keep up with the American whiskey. Uh, yeah hmm. plus if you're a french producer that's been using the same cognac barrels for 50 years you, right. you're not very likely to give those casks up no not at all yeah what's uh how many barrels do you guys usually buy at a time as many as we can <laughs> which isn't that many like 20 uh right now we have 14 oh and those are each like 200 and or i think they're all 300 liters okay and then we've got nine Armagnac casks, and I, I want to double like both those because hmm. both those products sell out in like right. a month. <laughs> how many bo- how many barrels do you release then at one time? So for this, we are well, we actually take another French technique of creating like a mother blend. Mm-hmm. So it's similar to like a Solera system. Add, yeah. Um, so if we have twelve barrels, we'll put that whole blend together. Uh, we'll actually only bottle 11 of those hmm. and then start batch or bo- barrel number 12 as the like mother Primary, blend yeah. for it's almost like a sour mash in a way uh, yeah like sort of with, yeah <clears throat> it's Barrel-aging. kind of like the it's sort of like a solera mm-hmm. because we're blending everything together and then saving one barrel back so yeah. technically there's whiskey in here from batch one which at this point would be what five plus seven. So, if you're thinking in like cognac terms, it's like a thirteen year old whiskey in there. Nice, but they have a lot of different age statement requirements than we do in American whiskey. Yeah. So, hmm. what's the bottle retail for? Uh, this one is eighty to ninety. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, our 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 approach to Solera is a. It's kind of similar. It's more of a vat than it is. Yeah, like you know, Nick Brady Moss's crazy system that he actually built himself. I know, like, designing nuts. it off of a cherry Solera system. Yeah, but because uh, we do four year barrel aging and like various size barrels of single malt and sherry casks, Australian yep. sherry casks, and then dump it into the vat. I think I was looking at buying one of those, like a sixty hectoliter vat. Yeah, like a wooden one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. A footer. Photer, feeder. Can you send me pictures of that? Ours is ours is stainless steel. Oh, okay. We do have some. I always hear feeder and photer my entire time, so I don't. I whatever. I have no idea. Judge me for whoever you want to be. That in this style of language that I'm trying to speak, but uh, we do transfer them into the wood ones. Um, yeah. Every once in a while, if we need a vat for anything else, we're just like vatting together or mm-hmm. mingling together for like three to five days for our core products. Oh, yeah. And we'll put it back into the stainless steel vat. Yep. It's usually around like 3,000 liters at a time. And then oh, we nice. like release 20% of it to be bottled. So we don't release too much of it. And we always say the same thing. There's like trace amounts of the very first batches we made right. 11 and a half years ago. Right. Or was done barrel edging 11 and a half years ago. And so. it's a cool, I mean, it's a cool concept because, uh, you are training the spirit to be more like the previous batch. Right. So you get a lot more consistency doing that. Um, It is cool how you get consistency out of that. People wouldn't think that. No, there's a lot of like really minor nuances and details that I've learned 
uh, from going to France and like working with Nancy, especially she in, you know, you think adding like a gallon or two of spirit to like a 10 to 20 barrel blend, Mm -hmm. like wouldn't, you know, you think logically, okay, what less than a percent of the total blend is that? But I mean, it, it makes a significant difference sometimes depending Mm. on what you're tweaking. Right. And it kind of goes back to almost how if you finish a whiskey, let's say in a port cast for like three months, you're going to get a lot of port on it. Yeah. Even people think the longer you barrel age or finish in there, you're going to get more flavor. It's usually the opposite. Yeah. Sometimes. I mean, especially with some of those wines, like all the extractives come out sooner, especially because they're more water soluble. If it's not recharred either, you're going to get more out of it really fast. And if it's fresh filled. um, Yep. But... Yeah, because if you char it, they'll you know basically pull it out already, and you're gonna get more of the barrel flavor. You're just gonna get oak. more tannin yeah. and oak yeah. and wood influence instead of like the finishing spirit that right. you want. It's actually built inside of, or not built inside, but sucked inside of the barrels and the staves. Yeah. So, for anybody that's starting to finish spirits out there, yeah. <laughs> I don't know who master that is. Class. Master class. Master class. Master class. Key in the Lake Whiskey Master Class. Or whiskey, <laughs> whiskey Whiskey Lake Master Class. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, we probably should wrap up in about three minutes because you have to decide if you're going to Whiskey Fest. I do. I have to decide. I don't have to decide anything. You are going to dinner. Well, apparently, unless Callum's already uh, canceled me from that plan. It sounded like he was pretty close to canceling. I'm not sure why. Whatever it did to him, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why he was canceling. I like it how here. he texted me at two thirty saying, "Hey, I'm heading your way." And then, no, maybe it was like maybe it was like two o'clock. Actually, it was like two o'clock because I was. You called me right after. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> well, we did it. We got it done. We still needed. We need to do another. Uh, well, we never actually did do it together up in Wisconsin, but um, just a. Dancing goat. Oh god, road the trip. trifecta road trip. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, let's do There's it. There's so many people. It, I, I don't know how big the list is now of Chicagoans that want to go up to Dancing Goat for a weekend. Mm-hmm. There's people like, hey, we need to go up there for a weekend, or like, can we like go and hang out at Dancing Goat? I'm like, yeah, anytime. But it We're just, just matter like, of schedules yeah. working out. As long as they come by us afterwards, it's mm-hmm. usually fine. Yeah, they're <laughs> they're supposed to come down here last week, next weekend. But uh, they're not going to make it now. We still have to plan our own version of oh. Wisconsin uh, Camp Runamuck, right? Camp Runamuck we at the J. Henry's. We were trying to do that in 2019, you know, 2020. Yeah. Do you know you know Garrett from Mason Mash, right? Yeah. He wants to like help out with that. I mentioned to him a few months ago. Oh, really? He's like, nice. here's like my fake phone number on my card. Here's my real phone number. If you guys ever do that, <laughs> let's do that. He's a cool guy. Is he still doing his podcast? Um, I was on Sipping it a while social. ago. Yeah, yeah. social. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't know why he wouldn't be. I know he stopped it for a while, but I, th- I feel like I saw them repost stuff. I never see anybody's post anymore in the algorithm of what I know. Social, like Matt <laughs> Brown, Matt Brown videos. is shadow banned to my. my <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Matt. Matt Brown, rest in peace. <laughs> rest in peace. <laughs> the uh, that did we sh- ever find out where no. what he did? <laughs> Shock the whiskey world. <laughs> Resigning whiskey week from the Blum Bros. But we assume it's real that he actually resigned from the Blum Bros. And he'll never be on this I podcast. Know. He's going to a vodka startup distillery. Apparently, pour some out for 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 Matt. God, you lost a good soldier. Could you imagine being like, "Hey, I really want to do a vodka distillery startup distillery." <laughs> yeah. They're like, "We make vodka. We have vodka. Is that all right?" It all starts off as vodka. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking Matt Brown. Who knows? I showed you that picture, right? 
when he had yeah. his face all crunched up and his shirt was off for some reason. Yeah, always. I hope he just like took his shirt off for that picture and then put it back on as soon as he sent me that photo. But yeah, he's definitely uh, didn't put it back. on. He's not allowed back on this po- on this podcast now. If he's really not working for a whiskey distillery anymore. So yeah, shots I mean, fired, Matt. If you're listening, oh, he is. Yeah, trust me, he is because he gives me notes every week. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> They're very productive too. I'm sure they are. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Uh, all our friends. Just, oh yeah. Just degenerates. <laughs> it's always funny too. Like when you guys you hadn't met Brittany before. I'm like, how have you not met Brittany? Like, just I don't know. No, but just like, we, we're always around each other. But you kind of forget it's always whiskey related for yeah. the most part. Or <laughs> we're usually not with our better halves. No, they, <laughs> they don't want to put up yeah, with yeah, that. Yeah. They. It'd probably be better if we were. Yeah. But they don't want to deal with that shit. What's that goddamn bar we were at in Aglina? Oh, God. I don't know. Matt Brown, Blonde Brothers, help us out. Yeah. Mama D. Yeah. What was her name? I don't know. I don't remember. Burnt my mouth on pizza and Mm -hmm. just, yeah. I drank every domestic beer they had that night. Wow. What a flight. I know. That was the flight of of Galena. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, well. We try. We did. <sighs> well, we recorded a podcast for 37 minutes, so we succeeded there. We did good. Without Callum, without Wilson, um, without Matt Brown, thankfully. <laughs> but, uh, well, thanks for the pour, Joe. Everybody go out yeah. and find a little bit of this guy. Just, yeah. Just the Bellefontaine, right? It's Bellefontaine, yeah. It's just our newest batch. We usually come out with it in the summer, spring. Oh. So, now. <laughs> Chicago would be the easiest place at Benny's? Probably. Okay. Yeah. In Wisconsin? Wisconsin and our tasting room. Minnesota? Minnesota will get a little bit, I All think. Right. There's, yeah. a few, there's a few listeners up there. Yeah, so. definitely. Cool. Great. Keep well, an eye out for it. Yeah, do that. Uh, drink hard. Drink responsibly or irresponsibly. I don't know. It's really the choice is yours <laughs> at this point. We're just kind of running on fumes right we now. We are all running on fumes. We just need more whiskey to make sure we propel so, forward into the yeah. night. Whiskey fest. Yeah. But everybody, <laughs> enjoy your week because this will come out next week. Enjoy your week. And you know what? Thanks for showing up. 